You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. For the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know, Vladimir Camayo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, we are back. It is in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon on the microphone. On my right hand side. Vladimir Camayo is not in this week. He will hopefully be back uh, next week. He's, you know, he's out. He's got a couple things going on, but uh, no doubt. You know, we wish that man the best. But on my left hand side, you got Ali Muhammad. Uh oh, what's good, man? Fresh off the summer, player. Fresh off the summer. Summer is a wrap. Yeah, man. Officially, I mean, not officially. Well, it's after Labor Day. The bow is done. After Labor Day, we got to September twenty second. Is that That's is that you go by the calendar calendar, huh? Ah, you know, you stretch it out as far as you can. I did hear that this week is supposed to be like a heat wave to the point where they left the beaches open for thousand another degrees week. outside right yeah. now. Yeah, it is crazy. It's about ninety three something yeah. stupid. Yeah. So, you know. This wasn't the worst summer though. This wasn't nah. like a super hot, aggressively hot summer. It got nah. hot, but nah, nah, nah. I mean, you know, after that crazy ass winter, you know what I'm saying, this summer. Was, was this winter crazy? You don't even remember, huh? Nah, these. I'm gonna tell you something about these seasons. <laughs> the last two summers been, the last two winters have been atrocious. I feel like this, the winter before the last. I think we had this conversation. I think the winter before this last one was one of the worst winters we've seen in a while. But I don't remember this last this one being. This last one was cold as fuck, man. It was cold as shit, but it wasn't cold, like we got for a long. But time. we didn't get all of that that snowfall like we did two winters you ago. You were shoving it. A, nah, well, listen, <laughs> I was a victim of it. Just the same, I had to I had to pay for someone to shot one. <laughs> shit hit my pockets, no doubt. Anyway, man, uh, yeah, man. So you know, we we uh, we wrapped it up, man. You sending the kids back to school? Yeah. One of my, my two of my kids start tomorrow. One of them started today. Oh, where? Yeah, yeah. So you know, started what grades? What we looking at? We looking at um. The sixth grader started the day in first first day of middle school, so he was hyped. That's big. This mug was up all night. Yeah. <laughs> you know the saying? night like, before Christmas. Like, are you crazy? He was excited. Go your ass to bed, man. He was excited. Was he just excited to be back on the scene school-wise, or was it a little bit of nah, excitement about what I'm a well? No, nah, no. Nah, it's more excitement about a new environment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had a school that mm-hmm. is, you know, supposed to be in his zone in his yeah. space you okay. know what I'm saying cause he, he's like a real nerd uh-huh. so you know what I'm saying and you mean that in an affectionate way in, in, or in, on the, the definition term no as 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 he's a, a very smart kid yeah. that is all about being smart okay and he's not about that other no none just, of that other shit just about books and he, learning he about learning mm-hmm. and, and logic and, and debating uh, exactly a grown exactly like, exactly like, listen, you need to sit your knowledge son and grown men <laughs> yeah so he he he, he owned that so it's you know for him you know how you got kids that have special needs and you had to find a place for them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying on the opposite end of the spectrum you know what i'm saying it's hard for him to you know you know, he's advanced. He needs to stay he, challenged. Yeah, it's hard for him to just be regular with regular kids and talk about regular kid stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that that right there. He's an X Men before there was an academy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you know, so 
now we sent him to the academy. Okay. And, you know, he was hyped yeah. about being able to go to a space like that. I can so, dig that. So we'll see. You'll see how it turn out. That's going to be interesting. So you're probably going to hear a whole lot today. It's going to be a big uh, recap. Well, it was just a half day today. So, you know, they, you know, the beginning of the year, they. They just tease you. Yeah. You know, yeah. fuck up your whole day. Just <laughs> you know, a little bit. Just you know, a little Some of you know what I'm saying, you could get them in somewhere and then go do your day. But yeah. now it'd be you got to double back. Yeah, first week of school, you drop them off at 8 and got to be back at 11. Ooh, so you got time to just alternate side parking. You know what I'm saying? Turn around. <laughs> go get some breakfast. So, so. six. What's the six, other? Sixth grade, 10th grade, and second grade. Ah. I don't so. remember the second grade at all, really, but I know that second tenth grade, grade was something. Second grade was a um was a highlight year in my in my growth and development. Is that when you was hustling them hot sticks? No, nah, that was third grade. Nah, but but second entrepreneur. Second grade second grade had his teacher named Miss Bicken at Scott Lake Elementary. Okay. And and Miss Bicken, she was a great teacher, but it was like at a certain point in the year, she just started showing like movies at the end of the day. So like the last two hours of the day, we'll watch a film. That's when they used to bring the AD yeah, cart. Yeah, the big ass cart. You know, it was a great day. You know, string up the film. But they would always be like socially conscious films. And she showed us this one film that fucked my whole life up. What's it called? It's called Dead is Dead. Wow. And it was a, it was a movie about drugs. Okay. And the shit start off, the whole shit start off with a motherfucker ODing on the toilet. Uh, his pants down, uh, shooting heroin. Okay. And just ODing. Dead than a motherfucker. Dead. Yeah. And then, um, so, you know, the whole thing is about, it was like a hippie-ish, you know what I'm saying? Psychedelic. Psychedelic drugs and uh, all this. But at the end of the movie, they, had this, they had this one black girl uh -huh. who was like in the hood in New York somewhere. Uh -huh. And um, she went to the pharmacy. Okay. To get a grandmother's uh, medication uh -huh. for herself, uh, so then she she went to the pharmacy and then she got some milk and she took the drugs and blood she blood pressure medicine. She I don't know what kind of medicine, but she took the drugs and she was walking home and they started playing Lean on Me. Uh huh. And then, mm -hmm. and then they had the, die. then they had the narrator uh -huh. do the song. <laughs> Will she make it? Will she make it to her floor? We <laughs> so the whole time. She's stumbling, throwing all up. Man, that shit was terrible for a second grader. Yeah, that's that shit is. But it kept your ass off heroin, and I bet you never fucking dipped into your grandmother's high blood pressure medication. But but I ended up meeting my whole crew based off of that film. Cause after the day after we saw it, or the after school when we saw it. One of the one of the dudes in my class, I rode over his house. I was distraught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to see if somebody else was. Oh was, wow, you know what I'm this so, was a big moment. Yeah, this so traumatic. I, I got on my bike, went to his house, and it was like, you know, we sitting on this porch, like, yo, <laughs> what you think of that dead is dead? He was like, man, that was crazy, man, it was scary. Damn, I'm like, damn. And then we started kicking and playing some. Planet Rock or some shit. That's crazy. That's mature. That's some mature emotional uh, processing for a second grader. For you to seek out someone that was a peer and articulate the fact that you were a little thrown off by what you saw and the fact that he was like, you know what, brother, I felt the same way. And y'all kind of, that's some deep shit. People don't do that on the adult level. Man. Damn. Okay, I see why your, your son is, is fucking advanced. Nah, that shit was just, that was too advanced to be shown some damn second. But that shit, dude, you know what? I feel like there used to be, there used to be some fear of drugs. Right. 
drugs now, like drugs is super it's sexy super on cool. like cool and like it's medicine. You know, like yeah. every dare was a motherfucker back in the day. Dare was like, you know, you didn't wanna be, you know, there was a there was a there was a, like there was a real like uh there was a, there was a judgment attached to being any type of junkie. Right. Anybody that was smoked out. Like even if you yeah. was just a weed head, nigga was smoked out. <laughs> or if you was a crackhead, that was that was unredeemable. That was, un- that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Crackheads gave you a living monument of Yeah. <laughs> they showed shit. It was like the ghost of crack present. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like Don't yeah. do this. You see, that, that should destroy you. That ain't what you about right there. But now everybody smoking weed. They say um, more kids smoke weed than smoke uh, tobacco in high school now. Because because right. weed is, you know, like it's it's popping again. This is like, right. this is probably the best best few years from weed since 93, since weed the chronic album. Pro- probably almost legal right now. So I mean, it's almost they. like cigarettes at this point. Yeah, shit. You know, you get more time or I think the penalty is tougher if you're in the streets selling uh, Lucy's mm-hmm. than if, it, if you're selling yeah. weed. You messing with the tax man? Absolutely, money. you Can't fucking with the with government. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can do a whole lot of things. Don't do that shit. Put your ass. We'll go to jail by messing with the system money. Fucking with Uncle Sam. He want his paper. He want all that. Shh, man. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> they got me, man. We got a whole couple dollars to the state right now. Hey, man. The state. The state is is very um shrewd. These motherfuckers. They get you. They'll get you. They, they done fucked it up now to where, like, I done got a couple speeder tickets recently. Mm-hmm. And they done brought the speed limits down. I don't know if you noticed that the yeah. speed limit, you can't even really drive your car. Like, like you feel like you're on a bicycle now. You can't <laughs> let that bitch open. And uh, I got caught. Every time I got caught, I got caught just doing a couple miles over. It wasn't ah. like I was DMXing it. I was doing just a few miles over. But then the shit hit me to where I got to... Points now, so it's gonna fuck up my auto, my my premium. No. Then they hitting me with a thing since I got a certain amount of points, I gotta pay a driver's assessment so I don't get suspended. This whole shit is a it's, fucking it's hustle, rigged. man. It's rigged. It's either, yeah, it's either gonna pay to get on the train or you gonna pay to get on this ro- nigga. You gonna pay to get on this road. Yeah, you pay to get on this road. You gotta pay that insurance, man. Yeah, that man. city man, that that ticket man gonna be on your ass yeah. about that parking, that alternate side. They. <laughs> It's a gamble out here. Like, just <laughs> fucked up, man. It's like being in Vegas, trying not to get a <clears throat> ticket in New York. Just, just trying to come back with the same amount of money you left out with. You just try to stay up, <laughs> nah, New York. Yeah, nah, you going? They gonna get something at you in New York. Uh fuck yeah, New Vegas. York's a little too expensive. I was um, this weekend, Labor Day week. A couple friends of mine, well, one of my good friends from high school. Uh, shout out to my man Sparky Griswold. He. Uh, he had a house with him. He just got a new crib mm-hmm. upstate in court. I don't, you know, upstate and shit. I don't blast him. <laughs> uh, shit is fly. The shit is fly though. The shit is fly. Then I went to my cousin's house. He just had a, a house woman, and his shit is crazy too. And his Ooh. shit is out in Jersey. Hey, what's that? Got you feeling some type of way? I do, man. Got me feeling <laughs> like uh, coming back to the apartment. It's like ah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Ah. Feel irresponsible or something? I don't feel irresponsible. I just feel like I want a little bit more. You know what I'm no saying? Doubt. New York, B. You, you, know, you know. New York is cool to say you live in New York mm-hmm. until people that's not from New York come to see your apartment. <laughs> They're like, damn, nigga, that's what, this is how you live? This, how much you pay for this? Wow, we paying that much for this shit? <laughs> you pay that, man. Go where I'm at, nigga. You could get you a, a jacuzzi and get you a deck outside. Like, it's crazy. You start looking? I'm like, ah, nah. Not really. 
Not really. This is the thing. I want something. You know, I got to figure it out. I, I look at it. I, moving is one of the, the last things. I'm, I'm lazy with it. I'm a creature. I could stay in the same spot forever. Mm. Forever. Because <laughs> moving is, I just don't like doing the moving shit. I would like to move, but it's got to it's gotta be... That's a that's a whole thing. One man told me he looked at fucking thirty houses till he found the house. How many houses did you look at till you found your oh, spot? Man, I can't even count the number of houses. That's it's ridiculous. Probably well over thirty because at the time it was like a boom. So shit was going so fast that every time you put a bid on one, it was over. It was over. So you had to double back. You had to have about three, four houses on deck at one time just to just to catch. Yeah. And um, you know, so at the time in Best Eye. You know, we we looked at every house that came on the market. Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? So, so by the time, you know, my wife fell in love with one, but you know what I'm saying, we got into the business and the shit was so shady and the the owner was so shady and the the construction on it looked good on the on the outside. When you uh -huh. walk in, it looked great. Uh -huh. Then when the inspector go in, he was like, hey, all the plumbing is, you know, Oof. under what it's supposed to be under code and the pipes too little. I'm like, ah, oh, man, we can't fuck with this. But she was stuck on the house. So I even I, after all of that, after all that, because she just, you know, she still saw the outside and yeah. saw the, the the brand new floors. What and, it looked like. Yeah. yeah. And then um, so I, I, yeah, I got back on the computer looking for houses. And then she was like, I feel like you cheating on our house. <laughs> I'm like, that ain't our house. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to keep it moving. You can go over there if you want. That's so. Funny. By the time the house that we ended up getting popped up, uh -huh. I was so versed in, you know what I'm saying, house what hunting. house hunting and how much the bank was gonna give me and because yeah. we had done lost two houses so uh -huh. to to the bids. So by the time this one came up, I was rode in there strong. And um I was like, yo, I wanna um, I wanna put down my bid. Uh -huh. Motherfucker took my bid and was supposed to get me the contract. I'm calling this dude every day for about five days. When you say took your bid, you mean took your check? No, nah, no, nah, he 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 accepted the offer. Okay. And then he's supposed to put it in the contract. Okay. And then and then you go to the contract, and then that's when you the whole process starts. So he he he, I gave him a bid. Calling this mug every day, trying to get the contract, and then the next week, I guess I say it was a Tuesday. The next Tuesday, he had another open house. And I saw it on, I'm like, hold up, how the fuck he's still showing the house? Mm -hmm. Man, I hit that cone on two wheels, rolled up in there, man. Like, what, 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 what's happening? Mm -hmm. He's like, man, I didn't think you were serious. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. Come on. What's man. that mean when you put in a bid? I thought, what does that mean? What does that mean? Like, like what you, do put, you, do? you put your offer in, and then he's, so po he's supposed to take the offer to the owner, and then the owner agrees to it or not, and mm -hmm. then you go to contract. But when you put in a bid, so basically it's it's a conversation saying, yo, listen, I'm interested in this, and I'm willing to pay X. Right. So when Let's, you say that, that is formally that's supposed to shut down he's all shopping to, of the house right, until he, right till that conversation. He's supposed to put, he was supposed to he he went back said the owner accepted he's supposed to put it in the contract and that shuts everything down. Once it's in the contract, that means now the house is in right. the midst it, of it's closing. It's in the contract. It's in the contract. Right. So when it's in contract, no one can look at it. Not that they can't look at it, but it offended me that he was still showing that motherfucker. So, wait, wait, he, wait, wanted, so he wasn't not doing what he was supposed to do. No, he no, just he, walked away. He did not do the contract. So he basically pushed me to the side. He just didn't take you seriously. Exactly. Because I came in there. I was young. Uh -huh. Had on a sweatsuit. Ah, uh, shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was when the 
Sean John sweatsuits uh-huh. was out. And he didn't know that shit meant you was getting <laughs> I money. Was, I was getting it, man. <laughs> he was like, who is this? Who is derelict this, ass. My shit. I'm out. I'm so, so basically, he wasn't taking me serious, and I just had to roll up on him. Like, man, listen, man. With another sweatsuit on, or would you roll up on uh, him the second time? It didn't time? matter the second time, because I was in there mad. How did he, how did he, he take like, it to the next level? He was like, oh, he was like, oh man, I didn't know you were serious. I didn't know you were serious. I'm like, man, listen, man. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody wasting no time out here. I done been through this process for the last eight months, man. Uh-huh. Let's get it done. And then what happened? He, he went. He and got did it done. That's what's up, man. And shit. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be fucking aggressive out yeah, there. Yeah, you got. That shit is real. You know, these people, a lot of the people got got bigger budgets and motherfucking better and that, credit. And that's just how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, keep it funky. That's part of the intimidating factors when they look at your credit. They say, yeah, hey. Well, uh, I mean, don't don't let it intimidate you that far, cause you know you can get that, around. You, you could get it up. You could get your credit up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not as hard as you think if you're diligent about it. And you know what I'm saying? A lot of sometimes, you know what I'm saying? If it's not that that bad, mm-hmm. they'll just make you pay a higher uh, rate, higher um down payment. Okay, oh, that's not too bad. You know what I'm saying? That's not too bad. And a higher rate, but you know, yeah, that, yeah. that's par for course. That's what's up. Well, welcome back to House Talk. Um, yeah, House Lemon. Talk with this, Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. We're talking about fucking the housing market. So if you were to shit. buy, <clears throat> where would you buy? I don't know, man. It just, it depends. When I was a kid, I always wanted to live in Brooklyn Heights. I always wanted to have a, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, and even back then, it was expensive. The shit just looked great. It was down, I used to want to live down by the promenade, oh, man. Yeah. I used to want to have me a nice fucking brownstone yeah. and shit. That's a few million dollars. I'm quite few. sure. <laughs> few. Few. <laughs> quite a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. I mean, but now Brooklyn's so fucking expensive. And then Manhattan is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's just like, this is my thing. <clears throat> the only thing about it is, like, see people moving out like forty-five minutes away, or you know, shit like that, and they get nice places. But I do a lot of my work in the city, mm-hmm. and it's you know, and it, and I do a lot of work fifteen minutes at a time. It might be times so I just go to work for thirty minutes a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me to drive two hours to work thirty minutes just seems a little crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I could get me, I just want to get in the uh, where I can split the difference. You know what I'm saying? Right, where right. something that's somewhat close like jersey's looking pretty good i don't know how much it costs Mm -hmm. you know like i haven't gone that far you know how you expect certain things i don't say you're intimidated by it but you just that even that that you haven't even fathomed it because you've already kind of wrote it off as that's that's an expense real that's real deal that's gonna take all your money right be ready when you when you do this shit so i haven't really been on it because i haven't really been ready yeah. to make that commitment just yeah, yet you financially gotta, you gotta start to look at it you know what i'm saying just at first you gotta see what it is yeah you know what i'm saying map it out uh-huh. you know what i'm saying see what falls within you know what I'm saying yeah. reasonable range for yeah. where you're trying to be I just want to own some shit. I feel like it's something about being a homeowner, you know, knowing <laughs> that you can give that shit to your kids when you, you know, when it's all said and done. I know it's tougher than it seems, but it's something beauty. It's something beautiful about being a homeowner. Yeah, and they, they know that ain't what's what's popping right now. Not, not that it ain't popping, but that ain't what they pushing right now. They pushing rent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because all the developers are buying up all the homes. Yeah. And, you know, so they, so the hot thing in the in the market is renting. So, you know what I'm saying? They want to keep you on that side. Keep Uh, you working, player. Oh, well, fuck it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Figure that shit out, man. Let's talk. Let's, what else is going on, man? Let's talk about what, what we we seen any. So about some of this ignorant shit we've been seeing on the internet. Oh man, you seen this? Yeah. So I was looking at uh, you showed me some dumb shit. There's a lot of gunplay. That was you, that was in response to the dumb shit. Yeah, we had a, yeah. I guess we had a, a, a dumb shit showdown. I seen some shit on Twitter with some cats. Uh, I guess it was like a <clears throat> a sleepover or something, or they was well, kicking not, it at the crib. Yeah, it was a. Bunch uh, of cats. Yeah, it was. It was the context was a Chicago sleepover. A Chicago sleepover. Because like three kids in a the room, they all got pistols, <laughs> and uh, they young. They like 17, 16 years old. And the the the, the video opens up like, yo, who gonna draw last? And they all they all draw. They two of them draw their guns right at each other. I don't know if their guns is their guns don't look like they're loaded. One dude is loading up his gun One visibly. Dude is loading it. And he's talking about nigga, you gonna get shot cause you've been loading. They just loading up, they pointing guns at each other. And that's the video. And that's and that's the contacts. That Chicago the sleepover. Or just dumb motherfuckers hopefully not getting shot. Playing with guns. Playing with guns for the gram. For the gram. Or the tweets. That shit, I mean, you know, it's, it's I wanna say it's alarming. I want to say all that, you know, saying shit you're supposed to say. It's not. But <clears throat> when it was coming up, it was cats playing with guns uh-huh. like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Back then it was Uzis and uh-huh. Mac-10s and, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just just whatever cats had access. Then the AKs came out. Then it was it was a real f- crazy time. Gun laws is crazy in, in Miami or is just a lot of just cats just buying them? Like, well, you could, like you could buy choppers basically at Walmart. Really? But, yeah, but you know, guns is, was everywhere. You know, it, it, that's is, like is, like they loose down there. Florida. I mean, it's looser, but you know, if you buying on the black market, it ain't never about the law. It's no, just but the about, fact that you could buy a chopper at fucking Walmart, right? Did, but legally, no. I'm saying, is there a five day thing, or is it what did they got? See if you got a license. I haven't been down there in a minute. Um, it it wasn't. It was like a, I guess 24 hours, 48 hours. I think back in when when I first got one. Not a chopper, but my first got a pistol. It was like forty-eight hours. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. But when you buy them on the street, none, none of that shit matters. No, of course not. None of that yeah, matters. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> like, we're not looking into all of that. Like you say, my shit wasn't registered any fucking yeah, way. Let's get this paper. But you know what I'm saying. You had cats playing with guns. Absolutely. It was a stretch in the '90s where everybody wanted to rob. You know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. There was a lot of cats wanted to rob. Not everybody. Uh-huh. But it was like jacking was the big thing yeah, to do. Yeah, so everybody yeah. just riding around with a car full of guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Run out, pull out on cats. Pull out on you. <sighs> hey, you know. So, I mean, it's not much has changed except you got the video cameras now. Yeah, I guess that is what it is because there was a lot of cats. <clears throat> yeah, I remember cats fucking with guns, but not everybody had a Like, eh. I don't think everybody got a gun now. Everybody in that room had a gun. In that room. Typically, <laughs> it would be like three motherfuckers with one gun, and that one dude, we brandished the gun. You're like, yo, come on, you bugging out. Stop playing there. You right, might right. get to hold the gun and do the same shit. Right. But everybody was strapped in that room, everybody. and they, they didn't even look like they was... They didn't even look like they was excited to be killed. Cats used to be excited to have a gun. Oh, shit. You know, that's right. why motherfuckers would oftentimes shoot something by mistake or right. wind up shooting themselves by mistake because they just excited about having a gun. These cats seem jaded as fuck. Well, they, you know, they are in Chicago. Well, that's what they said. We don't well, know. Yeah, we just we know, know they're in the cramped ass bedroom. 
right. with three guns. But shit, listen to that drill, boy. You would think that everybody in the room is strapped. Yeah, all the young niggas got guns. Shelby, you got a gun? Do not. Not okay. at the moment. Uh, not at the no. moment. Uh, no doubt. You could you could tell by Shelby's voice he's from the mean streets of uh, Story of Queens and shit. But uh, you know, it's a lot of gunplay in his neighborhood. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck are we talking about, man? We here with no. Uh, what's up, man? What's, what else is going on? <laughs> you yelling at me? Oh, no, I'm not yelling. I'm just trying to. You know, I was trying to break the energy up. <laughs> you know, then bring it on up. We were talking about real estate and, and gun violence. Real estate and gun violence. But then we flipped it. And it was, um, what's my man's name? Slim Jesus. Oh, is he from Chicago too? I don't know. He was, it was a drill song. Young white drill rapper. Young whites. I guess he the Slim Shady of drill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He brandishing his weapon. Well, what I thought was interesting about him, he was very careful in the beginning of his shit. He actually has a disclaimer. says, listen, if you see guns in this video, please understand these are props. These we don't need no law enforcement looking into this. We are just you know, having fun. You know, his, his uncle's a lawyer. Hell yeah, <laughs> Slim Jesus' yeah, uncle is a lawyer. Slick. His <laughs> uncle is so good. Hey, uh, yeah, listen, man, that's pretty cool what you guys are doing and all that. But you might want to put a disclaimer. Yeah, you know what? Because you want to stay out of jail. You want to stay out you of jail because that's not where you want to be. Mm -mm, not at all. We we already kind of looking at you crazy for doing this whole hip hop thing. But uh, <laughs> we'll let that just slide as a phase. But please just put a disclaimer on there. <laughs> Oh, oh man, what's going on, dude? Yeah, man, what's happening? <clears throat> it's not much going on right now for this week. Man, Beyonce showed out at Made to America. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I hear she killed it, but that's like on Paul. <laughs> that's what she does. I thought this was interesting. I saw a clip of Jay Z singing his heart out to the Beyonce set. One on one one plus one. That motherfucker yeah, yeah. was I've never seen Jay like you don't never really see out of Jay character. out of character. Not super cool, you know, all of that shit. He was he was singing his heart out. It was it was pretty interesting. They, they good at that relationship point. Yeah, you know, what I'm you know what I mean. They, they giving they giving the ground what they need. They, yeah, they they relationship goals in the, in the flesh, huh? You know, what I'm saying? They, you know, quell all the rumors of, of of last year when they were supposed to be breaking up. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, he was out there. He said, "I got to be performative this yeah, year. I got I got to I got okay, get them motherfuckers something to talk <laughs> yeah. about. Shit. Do you think it was? Uh, do you think it was calculated? Jay Z calculated, calculated. Even his emotion is calculated. Come on, man. It's like, yo, let me go out here and show, show him I could be vulnerable. But ain't nothing wrong with that. It's no, I know. It's I mean, it's dope if it's sincere. I mean, I guess it's even dope if it's calculated because it's in the promotion of love. Right, but see, even inside of a, a relationship, some shit is calculated to promote the love. You know what I'm saying? To keep shit going. Sometimes you might get in a funk with your lady, uh -huh. and you know what I'm saying? You don't feel like doing nothing, lovey uh -huh. dovey. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. just, you know, she done did stubborn shit. and shit. You yeah. get stubborn in your way. She done, you know what I'm saying? Says the shit you don't like. You yep. know what I mean? Tight. You tight than a you motherfucker. Tight. But you, you know, you at work, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna send her a nice text. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You know what I'm saying, hey baby, just thinking about uh -huh. you. Then I'm gonna go home. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down in Netflix and chill with my wife, uh -huh. and binge watch uh -huh. some shit. I'm gonna invest you know in what this. Saying? I'm gonna invest in it tonight. And that's calculated. It was a calculated move yeah. to but, to fucking warm the fucking mood. Yeah. Instead of keeping it going in the wrong direction. Yeah, but that's that's when there's a fight. That's something. Oh, I mean, that's that's cool. But so you think that they? You think this is the thing that's interesting? Do you feel like 
that was real love? I mean, it's obviously real love. Do you feel like that was a genuine moment that was just caught? Or do you feel like, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone knows that, you know, you're a celebrity. He's going to get caught. He's going to get caught. Right. He but knows. I wonder if it was a moment where it's like, because you've never seen him do this type of shit before. So right. I'm wondering if it was a moment where he was just taken by that song. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's some shit going on, whatever, whatever. That shit just hit him right mm-hmm. there. Whoever gave a fuck, right. you just caught me in this moment. Or do you feel like Jay-Z's been going to some acting classes? Or he's been watching Meek and, and fucking and Nikki <laughs> kissing on stage and shit. Like, maybe I got to step my affection game up. You know what I mean? Because I'm still a god MC. Let me go out here and show him. Hey, man, either way, it's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? If he calculated and made it up, it don't matter because the energy is still going to be out there. That love. That love. That you know love. what I'm saying? And, you know, you can't be mad at it. We need it's his wife. Love. I was watching uh, Martin's half hour, his uh, HBO half hour, and I, I feel like Martin, the show Martin, and uh, definitely Martin as a stand-up, was one of the last uh, definitely black stand-ups to like really get into it about love and, mm-hmm. and like his lady. And even when he did women in his comedy, they were like fleshed out. It wasn't always right. just a device for the punchline. Right. It was a little, and that became a lot of his platform. Like I, in retro, I mean, I t- saw it then, but even mm-hmm. in retrospect, it just says there's so much, you don't see a lot of that in the mainstream as much. Right. When you watch it, it was like, damn, this shit was heavy. Like, I mean, it was explicit. He was like, I'm about love. Right, and and you know, even and on the show, it just brought that energy to pop culture, at least urban pop culture at the yeah. time. So like, you know what I'm saying, you go girl and all yeah. that shit was, you know what I'm saying, part of what you supposed to do in a relationship after, yeah. after the Martin show. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you supposed to build your woman up. Yeah, you're supposed to celebrate with your lady, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Be around your lady with your boys, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was inclusive. Yeah, it was all inclusive, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Before that, it was, you know, I'm your with boys. the boys. Yeah, I'm with my boys. And, and then I'm, I'm with my lady. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You didn't let the, the two converge. Nah, then nah, it, nah, yeah. nah. But after post-Martin, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying, it brought all that to the forefront where it was all, that was Crew cool. love, yeah. Yeah, that was cool, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, yeah. to be all emotional. Before that, it was just hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? And it was everything was you know I'm, I'm bravado and my, uh-huh. my, you know, or if you see the dude with his lady you respected and you got away from it because you knew okay he probably kid let me let them do them right you know what I mean because you know what I mean I don't want to see him not being macho right you know what I'm saying you see right. silly shit like that yeah I'm with my lady right now you know, sound like you. Big Daddy Kane yeah. when he started talking yeah yeah what's happening mm-hmm. but. You know what I'm saying? After that, it was it was the homie love a friend concept was in full effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Elaine Bennis. <laughs> you know Elaine Bennis? Nah, was that? That's a Seinfeld character. She was the female in the crew, but then you know, Jerry and uh, jumped off a couple times. But then that became <laughs> like you know, you, the homie love a friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, they were there, and you know it was saying? just you know every so often. We might jump around, but then we'll we'll fall back. We'll say, "Wow, that was awkward. Ooh, we shouldn't do that again. That was weird." But quietly, know that might happen another three months. You know what no I mean? Doubt. But you know, thank you for being a friend. Homie, love a friend, crazy, sexy, cool, all that. Yeah, that was post Martin. Then it became nah, but it was right around the same time as we don't love these hoes. Of course, it was around the same time, but that's, when did it that's spin the back? balance. That's the balance. It didn't spin back. All of it. That's the that's the tripped out part about that time in hip hop was all of that coexisted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Martin and Snoop Dogg, all that coexisted. Yeah. But even then, we don't let him hold. Like I said before on the show, you know what I'm yeah, saying? He, he, he did get hurt. 
He got hurt. Yeah, he, he, he was, was eating the cooch. She was in love. Yeah. His cousin knocked this girl down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a re, you know, retort. He was very upset about yeah, that. He was, very sensitive. It was a retort record. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still on the same vein. But at that time, those conversations coexisted. You know what I'm saying? In on the radio, in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? You had Luke, you had PE, you had Tribe, you had, you know what I'm saying, Native Tongues, all that running at the same time. But what about now? Who you got? Who's who's about relationships? Drake. Who's, Drake ain't about relations. Drake's is about Kinda relations. The, the new relations. He about getting his shit in. You know what I'm saying? He about he about hitting when he want to hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, and if I leave, I still want to be able to hit when I want to hit. You know, like, listen, I'm hearing, I done left, I'm hearing you wearing less and going out more. Sound very possessive. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? You like, say he's selfish with his chicks. Hey. <laughs> Who else? But nobody else out there like, baby, I love you I mean, on, the, on the mainstream level. I, mean, I guess Nikki Meek, and Meek Nikki and Nikki got the, you know, the Tupac, me and my girlfriend song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's B and, B and J. You know what I'm saying? You had, you know, Future and Sierra tried to run with it for a second. Yeah. That they they ran out of steam. Is it harder to stay in love or harder to stay stay rich in the public eye? <laughs> what's worse? What's worse? A, well, I think what's worse, a breakup or going broke? Going broke. I think I think most people choose the, you know, the money over the over relationship. Over the happiness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. It's the love and hip hop era, man. I guess. I Joe, Joe, Stevie, and <laughs> Jocelyn. They talk about the love. They try to. I guess the. You know what the love. It's the thing Stevie. about love is that shit is ugly. That shit is not ugly, but it's difficult. It's work. It it's is work. Not like as, a it's not as sexy as as it looks. Like you see the flashes when right. love looks like a fucking you know Harry Met Sally or one of these right. you know Love Jones or some shit. But it, it you got to work towards yeah, that love, shit. Love, especially if you want to stay in that motherfucker. Love, you know what I'm saying? People, you know, you think love is a this this picture. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm -hmm. it's not a picture. This shit is a a string. It's a tapestry of a whole bunch of shit that got to yeah. flow together. And the deeper you go, the, the more stuff the is more, added to the it. The more crazy shit is added to it. Because yeah. if you stay shallow, you don't have to add nothing to it. You yeah. stay going to the movies and eating, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, having sex, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. you can keep all that other shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you go deep, you know what I'm saying, then you got mamas and aunties and uncles and yeah, past and yeah, history and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, all that shit that come into play, yeah. you know what I'm saying, you got to juggle that shit, find your place within it, yeah. you know what I'm saying, then figure out how y'all going to play within it together. Yeah, because it becomes a thing of both of y'all have to deal with these. It's not your issues and her issues. It's our issues now. If right. you locked in, Right, if you locked in, us. some of that shit still be that's your shit, but her shit does not live outside of your shit. You're, you're that's still, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, still, it, it's, not as, it's not this is 100% her, 100% you, right. or who, you know, it's like this, we got to... Yeah, it's it's then you then, all hands on deck. Then you throw kids in the mix. Yeah, uh. you throw kids in the mix. Then it's then it's really it goes even further down the rabbit hole. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That shit's crazy. So shit, love, man. <laughs> <laughs>
This is a tender ass podcast all over the place. This is interesting. Hey, what's wrong with being tender? Ain't nothing wrong with it. I just, you know, if Jay Z could go out there and sing the damn song, we could have a we could have a a love conversation on love. Absolutely, on the Martin did it. He did. How about that, Shelby? You got a you got a lady? You got a situation? I'm seeing someone right now. Oh shit! shit. That means real. It sounds non-committal. I, I wouldn't call her my girlfriend yet. I don't know if she'd call him me her boyfriend yet, but we'll see what happens. That's Let's right. See. But you young, Shelby. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Listen to some Drake in the weekend, man. What Why are the young not? kids fucking to nowadays, Shelby? <laughs> I don't know what uh, the other people are fucking to, but we uh, we went to a U2 concert a month ago, so I don't think anybody else my age is really fucking to that. Uh-oh. Okay. No. Did that, that, that bring shit. some sparks to the night? Not that night, but... Uh, Thereafter. Yeah. Okay. Word out. That's what's up. That's what's Closing. Up. Closing. What's the U2 song you put on when you want to set the mood? I'm I'm into I'm still into old school Marvin Gaye. Oh right. shit! That's oh, shit for me. Straight up, went straight to it. Let's yeah. get it on. Yeah, like right Sexual right. healing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please don't procrastinate. It's oh, not good no. to masturbate. <laughs> what happened? What that is? Where's the record? Yeah, sexual healing at the end when he when he riffing the um, riffing the hook. Then at the end he was like, "Please don't procrastinate." It's not good to masturbate. Yeah, I've never <laughs> He fits it in yeah. at the end, like. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Gaye was a nasty motherfucker. No, it was wild. It was a slick dude. It was a slick ass dude. He had this one song called "Sanctified Lady." Yeah. Talking about you want a chick that was that that uh saving hers for Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> he was Marvin Gaye went hard, dog. Yeah. What's that mean though? He's saving it for Jesus. No, that he want a girl that's saving it. You know how when you're talking to a church girl, she, you know, a church lady might say, "I'm saving mine for Jesus." I could dig it. You know what I'm saying? But she obviously, he obviously he, wanted he, to break her. Exactly. He's <laughs> like, I want, I want to, I want a, hit. I want a good girl. Yeah. He's wanting to save him hers for I Jesus. Want to break her will. <laughs> Not break it. He just want to <laughs> participate. He in, ain't Jesus. <laughs> he gotta say, listen, my Jesus ain't gonna be here. So I'm the next best thing. <laughs> That's probably what he said. He said, listen, I know you've been saving it for the big man. No doubt. And uh enough respect. But But when they, you know, when they when they put they put Jesus first, you know what I'm saying? Man yeah. second. He just trying to be the man second. Yes, understand, but be clear. He's still trying to hit like, and, and be theory, be, I want you to save it for the Lord. But, that's but what be you tell clear, everybody we, else. We about to, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to turn you out up in here. That's yeah. the that's how the record really go. All right, here, check it out. Yeah, Marvin Gaye was Marvin Gaye was a beast. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he's a wild dude. He's getting it in. I was just reading the shit about Prince too. Prince was a crazy motherfucker yeah. just since the beginning. Like just uh, no, he stopped doing interviews. Well, like early into his career, like 26 or something mm-hmm. like that, he stopped doing interviews. He was, I was reading this um, Rolling Stone piece on him, and they put him on a cover, and they take in, they're doing like a photo shoot. And he comes in, the room's got, it's a huge warehouse, and this big blow up pictures of him all over the place. And I think there's like a white background, he wanted a purple background, but they, they figure it out. So they take a couple pictures or whatever, and the photographer, you know, you know, they take the early little Polaroid snaps just to show the setup. So mm-hmm. he looks at the, he goes to the back, his assistant comes out, grabs the Polaroids, brings him, the Prince comes back out, I was like, ah, 
on a different setup. So they set some shit up. <laughs> and then um, Prince comes back out. They shoot again. He snatches the Polaroids, takes it to the back. Then you just hear, like, somebody banging on the drums and cymbals, like, real loud. Bow, 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 that shit for about five minutes. And then it stops. And you don't hear shit for about a half an hour. Then Prince's assistant comes back to the photographer and says, listen, I just had to drop uh, Prince home because Prince gets physically ill when he takes photo- <laughs> <when> he takes photographs. <laughs> and that was it. And that was the end of the whole They didn't shit. have no photo shoot. I mean, they, they had to figure, they had to just re-shoot some other time. But today, <laughs> it's done. Prince is physically ill. That shit was some hilarious Prince, shit. Prince, crazy motherfucker. But man. what was crazy, though, at the end of Darling Nikki, you know Darling mm, Nikki, yeah. him, you know, masturbating with a dirty magazine at the end, you hear his voice like, um, like uh, backwards, mm-hmm. but if you rewind it, at the very end of Doll and Nikki, as wild as Doll and Nikki says, the end of it says, hello, this is Prince, how are you? I am well, because God is coming. God is coming soon. <laughs> and that's it, and I was like, the f- what are you doing, Prince? Prince? That's just some wild shit, you Prince. got this girl really conflicted, she just got done diddling herself and then now I just read it backwards and now I feel conflicted. Prince was the fine line between the sacred and the profane. Yeah. God is coming. Prince had so it. Every, all the uh, shit in the 80s and all the girls was hot about Prince. You put on Prince, boy, that was instant hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. shit was, was, he was a he was, he He's was, a mastermind he was at a that catalyst. shit. Yeah, he, yeah, you could use Prince. To get it popping. Shit. Women feel sexy when they listen to Prince. It's, it's nothing sexier than a woman when she feels sexy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and it's true. Shit. When you're young, you young, you trying to, you know what I'm saying, get you your little first piece, buddy. Prince was a was an ally. Yeah, he'll throw that alley oop. You know what I'm saying? Put me yeah. on. Put me on, dog. Put me in the game. Put me uh, in the game, dog. I'll help you out. Prince was a trendsetter, man. Prince was the first first motherfucker to use an emoji. <laughs> as his whole name. Was he? <laughs> when he turned this shit he to a sign, that nigga, the first emoji. <laughs> the first emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Prince is the first emoji. That might be there. Ah, uh, that's silly. Oh, man. He just turned his name to a symbol. That's visionary That was sight. smart as shit. He was like, yeah, I need to get all mine. You know what I'm fucking, whatever they call that shit that I can't think of. Uh <laughs> Royalties, residuals, royalties, all of that brand uh, copy. What is it? The, uh, Copyrights, no, intellectual copyright. property. Intellectual property. There we go. No doubt, man. <clears throat> Shit. You know, can you blame him? Not at all. I mean, the kid is a beast. He's a visionary. It was, a, but the thing about it, nah. What you know? This is the thing that I got from it, though. Was he was that way back then? You know what I mean? Like he's fifty something now, and everybody talks about you know how much control he has as an artist and how daring he was and all of this or how daring he is and how he's cut you know he's become such a a icon Mm -hmm. but he started like that you know what i mean as you say you start out you finish you like you have to trust your own vision even when your vision has never manifested in the in the mainstream media like if you what you're doing is so foreign and so different but you know it resonates, and you know if you keep true to it, it's going to break through. Right. That's a that's an interesting position to be in, especially if when you're making like high demands and you're you know shutting certain things down right. that are the form for everybody else that succeeds in this right. medium that you're trying to do. And that 
that's you gotta you gotta uh take your hat off to that type yeah. of artistic commitment. Yeah, but he had I mean, it seemed either he had supreme confidence or he was very fragile. Mm. Or maybe a little bit of both. Why do you say that? Because it, you know, it's just on one end, you're just supremely confident just to do it how yeah. you want to do it. Yeah. Or on the other hand, you might be so sheltered and fragile that you don't want nobody to get close to that side of you. You know what I'm saying? So you just give them what they give them what you want and and just set the rules around. That, All right, that's just it. Okay. So you, know, you ain't doing no interviews. I ain't none of that shit. Putting a wall between you. Exactly. But it could be a little bit of both. But is that is that because you're fragile? Is that sometimes you just want some mystique? I mean, because there's a big, there was a big article in the Times about Beyonce doing the same thing. Like Beyonce mm -hmm. hasn't uh, given a, she hasn't uh, given a direct answer to a reporter. I think since 2013, like or some <laughs> shit like that. Like 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 maybe on email, but face to face, or like if you if someone asked her a question, she has not made a direct answer. In years. And and like I said, that could be she just extremely set and how that's how she gonna do it. Or she just might feel like she don't wanna say the wrong shit and fuck her shit up. Or it could just be I don't y'all niggas don't need to know every fucking thing. Cause we're in an age of everybody needs to know every fucking thing. There's so many cameras on everything and Snapchat here and tweet here and Vine here and it's like mm -hmm. save something so people will look at you as a little bit more like there's some value in scarcity. No doubt. I don't know. How you feel, but you a celebrity. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Famous as shit. I'm a little too famous to go in Nike Town and not buy nothing. <laughs> I think I let a couple niggas down the other day. I walked up in there, browsed aggressively. I, I tell motherfuckers don't go out their way till they be like, yo, you need anything? No, 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 no. I'm I'm fine, Pop. Don't get nothing from me because you feel away when I walk out of here without spending a dime. That's the level fame, my boy. Hey, that's about it. That in that in that area. No doubt, but that ain't shit. But uh, but I'm but I do feel like I'm old school in the way that I I appreciate privacy. I think privacy is kind of it may come back in a couple years, but I feel like privacy right now is a thing of the past. Like a lot of cats are growing up with an audience. You yeah. know, there's people, I don't know, out of your children, how many of them have social media? The teenager. The teenagers, okay. What is the, what's the year to get social media in your household? What do you say? I don't know, it's not necessarily a year. It's when it becomes, you know, when you, I mean, I'm not that dude who's setting to know this is when you could do this and this is when you could do that. I'm, you know, I'll let the natural progression go. You know what I'm saying? I'm a monitor, you know what I'm saying, to a certain degree as far as how you use it and, mm -hmm. and who you are. Like, I follow my son on Instagram and on Facebook and on Snapchat. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? He probably got all kind of other kick shit and all that, but, you know what I'm saying? I see how he use it, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And he, I don't have no problem with how he uses yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? The, the craziest part about him now at 15 is... He's meeting all his girls on the gram. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like, well, who you talking to? Uh, this such and such. Uh -huh. where, where's she from? Met on the gram. Yeah, met on the gram. What yeah. school she go to? She go. To, you know what I mean? It's the like Instagram it's just a it's just a weird you know what I'm saying dynamic like how how they socialize now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So that's the club. It's the club. It's the you know what I'm saying? That's how they they congregate. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, it, it's definitely, yeah, it's interesting. That's interesting. So, you know, it's 
for for me, you know what I mean. I watch it and just to see how he moves and just to understand who he is as a person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it gives you a lot of insight into who your kid is. I mean, it gives everybody insight into everybody that's following. That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody that's, you grow up with an audience. Yeah. But you know, you grow up with people commenting and, I mean, you know, it's yeah. interesting. People that might not even know your son mm-hmm. could find their way on the gram. No doubt. You know what I mean? It's, it's just interesting because there's another opinion about something that he's done to think about. Whereas typically that shit didn't really happen because things were just, it, it was just amongst the people that were in that situation. Now when situations go public, it becomes, there's room for forums and there's rooms no for, doubt. And for like engagement. There's rooms to be like, oh, this actually sparked that in people. I wonder if I do this more, will that, you know what I mean? Like, But you you had that back in the day. It just wasn't as... It was as big. As, as magnified, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you knew when you did something and it sparked a nerve here, it sparked a nerve. When you bought your first pair of Jordans and you saw the reaction. Yeah, but it was a limited reaction. Yeah, it was through but, the school. But maybe. it still changed your whole way of how you dealt with shit. It could have been, it yeah. could have changed. I dig it. I it could have affected 10 people at, at tops. But for you, it was like, okay. I see how this game go. Yeah, you know what I mean. So this is what this is what they living in, and I'm 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 not opposed to him learning how to how to how to use it and how to handle himself within it mm-hmm. at the same time. Well, I wasn't making it specifically about that. I was just saying I'm talking about just we talk about mystique versus you know what no I mean doubt. privacy and with all these kids growing up like just people in general growing up with audiences. It's like mystique is very limited. It's like there aren't many big stars that you don't really know everything about. There's a few. You know, I was thinking about this whole, you know, everybody was talking about, you know, Serena is looking like she's going to do this calendar slam or whatever. Mm -hmm. She's going to, you know, and she's going to make history. And, uh, And I was really like, I don't really know much. I mean, you know a little bit about Serena, but she's like one of those people that are still kind of, she don't give a whole lot of interviews she's very limited she just lets what she does on court speak for herself i mean she do her stuff and she you know she's social media but i don't think you know a lot about a lot of these people who you think you know a lot yeah but i mean what i'm saying is they presenting something (laughs) to you there's no there's no miss there's no radio silence right you know what i'm saying like before you used to have to wonder what prince was gonna say until prince put the album out right no you know what i mean like now you go on motherfuckers Twitter and just found out, oh, Prince had a sandwich today. He, no he, doubt. Sandwiches like me, that's interesting. Right. Oh, is it interesting? No, it ain't interesting. It's just, the, that's that's the new shit. Yeah. That's what they dealing with, man. Right. The new talent is actually being able to, you know what I'm saying, part of the new talent is being able to keep people's attention in that space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people might not be as talented on the mic or on the stage, but they know how to keep the attention of the people, which... You know what I'm saying? Equates to the same shit, entertainment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's life, man. It's a new life, man. <laughs> All right. Nigga, we, we live in the motherfucking minority report. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you sound sad about nah, it. Nah, I think we both kind of sound like we ready to be <laughs> tired of this shit. What's going on? What else? We, going, we, going, we got 10 more minutes before we get the fuck out of here. Let's, what else? Is I mean, what's going on with me? Yeah, what's cracking? What else you do for the the uh Man, I rested, man. I shot my first TV ad. 
Oh, word! Congratulations. Last week, well, we we turned it in last week. We we was in post production all last week, and uh, you know it was a challenge because you know you 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 presenting for another medium. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's a lot of more checks and balances. We had a bigger crew. We got more people to pay. You know what I'm saying? So you're dealing with like you know 25 different people. So you managing that as well as you know trying to get the product right for the medium that it's going to. So, you know, it took a lot of energy, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, dealing with the client as well, you know what I'm saying? Because they're spending more money and so they're on top of the process a whole lot more than than I'm used to and comfortable with. So, you know what I'm saying? It was it was a big it was a big undertaking. So shit, I rested like a motherfucker. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I had to I had to lay it down for for a day or so. Yeah, take my mind off of it after we turned it in. Oh, that's big though. That's a big look. Yeah, so it's you want to do more of that type of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> definitely, we want to we want to move into bigger directions as far as we want to go from digital. I want my home to be digital for the most part, but even in digital now, it's becoming one and the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got TV shows that run on Netflix, but they are produced as if they were, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. on HBO or on ABC. So, you know, just to start learning the level of uh, production and the level of um, things that you had to do to get it to that to that space, mm-hmm. I'm always interested in growing. That's my whole shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Always in motion. Never want to stay stagnant in one place because mm-hmm. I already know TV and Internet is one. So... Just I want to be prepared when it's when it's in full motion. Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. shit. That's what's up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you a silly motherfucker, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, listening. <laughs> I'm listening to you. I'm talking. That's what it is. <laughs> oh man. What's good with you? I don't know, man. It feels like an uneventful uh <laughs> Situation. I'm just. I'm right now. I'm just getting ready for this weekend. I'm gonna be a stress factory this weekend. So I've been like, <laughs> like just you know, putting putting the set together, going over that shit, getting ready for that. I'm excited about that. That we're gonna have a good time this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's really it, man. It ain't. You know, I don't. I guess I've been under a rock a little bit, like just getting in. So I don't have a whole where, lot of the topical you, shit that's going on. <laughs> I told you I went to a couple house warbits. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hung out with my people. I saw some houses. Nope. I was inspired. I went back to the lab. And then they weren't talking about nothing at that joint. What are we talking about? We talking about the same shit. We nah, nothing, nothing crazy. What was you talking about? What you been talking? <laughs> I felt like shit. If it was something to talk about, we'd have talked about it fifty three minutes ago. There ain't been no, you know, I didn't watch you know, any of these new uh, new sports. I didn't watch none of the new football games and shit. I hear that's bad. I heard, Ken, I heard uh, Kevin Durant thinking about coming to the Knicks. I would suggest otherwise. Uh, what else, man? Shelby is new. He might not be here next week, but it was good. It was good time and shit. Um, what else is fucking going on, man? Shit. All right, man. A nice little parking spot down the block and shit. That's what's going. I mean, shit. The shit, man. All right, then. <laughs> it was nice. What's up with you? In what's the up conversation, with you? Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, listen, man. You're not gonna badger me. Y'all come back next week, man. For real, for real. We gonna have some shit. Have some more shit. Hopefully, all three of us will be here. If not, we'll have a third person on the mic. Oh, man. Figure something yeah, out. Nah. Uh, 
what else you want to say? You want to talk to the people? You want to tell them where you're going to be at? I, w- I would like to say, you know what I'm saying, I appreciate all of the people who listen. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I appreciate all the people who hit hit me up and let me know they listening. Oh, well, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, the conversations that you have just, you know, in the middle of the street talking about, you know, what we talked about on the show. So I appreciate all y'all, man. Well, that's good. It's the love issue. There, 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 ah, shit, there you go. <laughs> Let us know that you're listening, though, man. You know, comment, comment. The comments was heavy on the last one, so that's good. Hit up that Facebook fan page, man. We trying to, we trying to engage more. No doubt. You know what I mean? We want to know what y'all here for. You know what I mean? I'm curious about that. I love the support. I'm curious what y'all, what y'all, what y'all expectations are when we crack these mics. Because sometimes we just, you know, we just... Crack them over. Yeah, we just talking our shit. You know what I mean? This is, this is, this was a moment. This <laughs> one of those. Anyway, anyway. Uh, shit, I'm going to be at the Stress Factory this weekend from uh, Thursday through Saturday. Come through. Tickets are still available. Uh, Ali, where you going to be at? I'm going to be, um, shit, in Brooklyn. We, I, I got a tour that we're gearing up for end of September. So that's what we're going to be doing, getting everything ready, preparing, writing, trying to get you know the content ready. So when we hit it, you know what I'm saying, it's all good. Then, you know, it's homecomings and all that shit coming up. So, shit, I'm, I'm right now. We writing and planning. Yeah, all right. That's what's up. Get ready for these homecomings. They coming. Homecomings, yeah. you know. You going? BT Hip Hop You going to homecoming this year? Going to homecoming. Um, like I said, we'll be on a little tour doing some stuff. All right. And then. Um, you going to Clark Atlanta? We going to, well, when we hit Atlanta, it'll be for the BT Awards. BT Hip Hop Awards. Uh, I think it's around the same time. Or is it? a week before or some shit. I don't know. I know the AUC, I believe this year the AUC is having their homecomings all together. I believe Clark uh, Clark Spellman and Morehouse are having it all together, which they should do every year. It makes more sense. It's a little bit more alive. You know what I mean? We're already the AUC, so make that shit a big deal. Like, make it, you know, let, let all of that little, you know, solitary shit. Eh. Let us. We need unity. Yeah, that's that's because we you went unity. to Clark. Love. When you went we to Clark. Unity. Morehouse niggas like I ain't fuck with y'all niggas. That's what it is. <laughs> However they want to feel. I think. I think, and I've been yeah. when they when they, when it's all of us, it's way more alive. Y'all gonna bring Mo Brown into it? I mean, Mo Brown. From what I understand, I think the doors are closed on Mo Brown stuff. I mean, but that don't mean they ain't got no alumni. Oh, come through. Yeah, come through. Mo Brown. Shout out to Mo Brown. Shout out to Morris Brown. My sister went to Morris Brown way back in the day. You know what I'm saying? You they know? got Shout out to my, them. I'm just my saying. My mother-in-law went to Morris Brown. They yeah. get it in. Yeah, well. They know, get it in. They did. They still get it in. Are they? They do They do functions for the for the college. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, last time I talked to her about it, they had maybe uh, 75 students. So, they so were, Morris Brown, I know they took away the accreditation. Morris Brown doors are still open? They had, like I said, this was probably a year or two ago. They had 75 students, and they would, they would do events and fundraisers, you know what I'm saying, just to try to you know, make sure those 75 were straight. Shout out to Morris Brown. If you listen to In The Conversation and you go or went to Morris Brown, shout us out. Let us know what the current uh, condition is of Morris Brown. Let us know if the doors are open or if they are closed. And uh, shout out to the entire AUC. And again, come to the Stress Factor this weekend. New Brunswick, New Jersey, Thursday through Saturday. Thank you. This has been The Conversation. In The Conversation. Later.